Hey there, uh, Cave Company Radio fans. Um, you're about to listen to uh, Sex and Other Human Activities. Um, my name is Bunky Houseman, and um, I wrote in and uh, got some advice from Jackie Marcus, and at first I thought it was great, and then um, I fucking lost everything. Um, so if you could uh, just know that their advice is for entertainment purposes only, you know, I lost my family, I lost my house. And um, I lost my career, uh, which was hard to do. I was a professional gambler. I thought that would be a thing that they could help me do, and they did. Um, so if you have any questions or advice you need, just make sure you email cavecomingradio at gmail.com, ask for Marcus or Jackie, and, um, or maybe just say hello to Henry from last podcast on the list because he needs, he needs your, your attention. He needs your affection. Um, so thank you, and enjoy sex and other human activities. <laughs> Where my problem lies. Your problem lies in being too good of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities. I'm Marcus Parks. I'm Jackie the Dick Zabrowski, apparently. <laughs> if you weren't going to do it, I was. <laughs> uh, sorry we've been gone for uh, for a week. Sorry we didn't record last week. Our, our friend Hytham from Sudan was very concerned. Oh, man. Yes, my new favorite guy. He's I, the best. He's the best. He's very <laughs> concerned. But, you know, we're, no, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing happened over here. I just had to head to Texas for a funeral last week uh, and not quite ready to talk about it yet. I would say we, we talked about this before, um, before the show started. And I feel like in parts of the stages of grief, you get to a point when you're able to talk about it, and Marcus mm-hmm. is not there yet. Not quite there yet. No, no, no. It's um, it's kind of for the, the best. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where it's like when I'm at work all day, it's fine. But as soon as I step off the train, it's this horrible wave of depression and emotion and grief uh, that I'm still trying to fucking get through. So it's a little still pretty fucking hard to talk about it right now. So maybe next week or the week after that, we can. Get a little heavier. And you know, we're always here to listen, Marcus. Thank you very much. Thank all of you for listening. Thank everyone for all the kind words. Even though they had no idea what the fuck was going on with me. Everyone was like, I hope you're okay. Everything's I hope everything's good. Thank you guys so much. Y'all fucking y'all are awesome. Y'all are the best. Well, we love you. Well, thank you. It helped a lot. Like it, it really did throughout the week, especially Jackie's wonderful messages about Friday Night Lights. And <laughs> well, I, I figured was, it's like if you're, you know, it's sad and everything's <laughs> like, why not think about Friday Night Lights? Why not? In fact, Jackie sent me a message uh, that uh, she was she was like, I've been watching Friday Night Lights all day, and as when as the moment I got the message, my two brothers were in the f- front seat of the truck talking about how the head football coach from like two towns over was uh, had quit after winning state twice and is going on to another school. It's all real. <laughs> it's, Everything on Friday Night Lights is real. It's all real. And it wasn't <laughs> even like their son's school. It was just like the one, the school over. Uh, but it, they, of course, had like all of these like personal connections to the school and all of that. And they're kind of, it's kind of, it's like the rival school. Like imagine if, it, who was uh, the, uh, who is the rival in uh, uh, Friday Night Lights? I guess it would be like in season three, Dylan. if the if East Dillon, yeah, like it's East Dillon talking about the Dillon Panthers, their head coach. Oh, Dillon! Oh no, Dillon something. Dillon West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's so yeah. It's it's it's, it's obviously I am much more into the show. Yeah, and, uh, I mean yeah. you know it's yeah. I'm like wait, you don't know the fucking East Dillon Lions? Give me a break. No, not yet. Not there yet. Not there yet, Marcus. Yeah, yeah. Luke, fucking yeah. Luke's gonna break your heart. I'm telling you. You can't. 
can't. <laughs> I'm not in the zone right now, Marcus. We can't talk about Friday Night Lights on this of podcast, Marcus. Of course not. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about True Detective, which is the best show ever made. Uh, Even though we were talking about it about five minutes ago. We but. were talking about five minutes ago. And if you'll remember in a, a previous episode uh, when I was talking about we live in a, in a fallen world and that's kind of where my head is right now. And I'd kind of gotten away from that. And True Detective has fully pulled it right back in there and has embedded it into my consciousness. Because like I believe, I truly believe that True Detective is like, I, like American Horror Story. The second season is like if someone made a show just for me. But True Detective is like someone made a show just for my subconscious conscious. Now, Marcus, I feel like you maybe shouldn't even be watching True Detective right now. I don't know if anyone else has said this to you, but I find that True Detective is so good, but it also um, makes you give up on the meaning of life and the purpose of being a human being no, no, so no. well that I feel that maybe you shouldn't be watching it when you are in the throes of grief. After last week's episode ended, and it, I, I think it was called like the terrible secret fate of all of mankind. Like the, uh, yeah, like the speech that he made when he was like looking at like the crushed can, the crushed fucking uh, beer can. Uh, I, after the episode ended, I just sat there and stared off into space for a good five minutes, just kind of thinking about that and like, oh God. Let's get back to the happy documentaries we were talking about. Maybe that's what you should be filling your time with, Marcus. No, I'm not. I fucking watched Blackfish. Oh, Blackfish. (laughs) No, man, I'm fucking full back in a... And then last night I watched my 600-pound life, and it's just I'm back in the depths of darkness. But that's what I like to do. I know. I know. Me too. When I'm depressed and when things are fucking hard, I like to wallow in it. But not not in a terrible way, because if I watch something that's really upbeat and happy it just annoys me and it just makes me feel like why can't I feel like that why it makes me jealous to see people happy when I'm feeling bad like it's not like I don't want those people to be happy but if I can avoid it then yes I will avoid it and I will learn about all of the horrible animal rights atrocities that SeaWorld has perpetrated over the years. Blackfish is very sad it's very good though. It's extremely sad (laughs) it's very very sad indeed uh, but there was something that, that you were wanting to talk about. Yeah, you know, it's just, this is, I feel, sometimes you come to problems in your life and you're like, this is frilly la da compared to what you're going through, Marcus. Well, I could use it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, I feel that everyone has gone through this before. Currently, uh, my significant other is friends with someone that I hate. <laughs> and this has honestly never happened to us before. We've been together on and off for seven years now, mm-hmm. and this has never happened before and i i just don't know what to do about it i don't know what to tell you about it man i think you're already doing everything that you can do about it and yet it just produces fight upon fight and you know i try to look at this from an outside perspective i'm like okay so this guy is going to be in my house when i get home Mm -hmm. do i not go home Do I stay at the bar and get drunk and then just wait until he leaves? Because that's not an option. That's not a healthy option. No, it's not. Plus, you're going to go home pissed off and drunk. Yes. So I'm trying to find a healthy way to deal with it. Uh, Marcus saw. Marcus came home with me, and this gentleman was in my home. And (laughs) I am very bad, which I like about me, that I'm very bad. I'm not a fake person. No. I wear my emotions on my sleeve and I am not, I'm not fake. Mm-mm. 
You wear them on your forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wear them in my mouth as the words come screaming out of my mouth. So I was trying to be on my best behavior. I, I was, you know, I made niceties mm-hmm. and I just tried to uh, avoid him. Yes. Which I thought was a good thing to do. It's the perfect thing to do. I thought it was if a good idea. If you would ask me what you would do, I would tell you to do exactly that. However, the argument I got later on was that from my significant others was that I was being distant yeah. and being weird, mm. which I was. Yes. Because I don't like him. <laughs> and he's like, well, he said something which I, I've i said time and time again that I, I am not a feminist by any means. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I understand them. I support them. I just am not. I don't see myself as one. And I had made you guys dinner. And it was a wonderful stew. I ate three bowls. Thank full. you very much, Marcus. Thank you. And he came into my room that I was trying to hide from him in. And he told me that it's so great because he's, I guess, an Italian kid. And he's just like, my mom knew what it meant to, you know, have dinner on the table for your family every night. And, you know, I I I appreciate the fact that you you know how a woman should be and that a woman should make dinner, even though, you know, you're busy, but you got to make sure you're home for dinner and make sure that he eats. And, and it's just like, he's the most socially awkward person. (laughs) And then I think, and of course I, everyone knows me anger through the roof. And I'm just like, thank you for saying that. I like to make dinner. Thank you very much. Please leave my room now and I was trying so and Doug afterwards was like you should have just been like fuck you you should have just gotten mad I'm like I can't yell at someone that I don't know I can't as much as I yell at strangers you're right. I have I have no qualms with yelling at a stranger but this man is in my house yeah I can't eviscerate him when he's Hanging out at the house. You're going to have to share a space with him. Even if you stay in the other room, you're still going to feel that tension until he leaves. Yes. And this is something that is just not going to go away. They've been working on music together. So Mm. it's not just like a friend that can like come over when I'm not there. It's just he even tries that, which bless Doug. He tries to set it up for him to be there when I'm not there because Mm. I'm not home a lot. But the kid doesn't leave. (laughs) And he's just there and he's annoying me mm-hmm. and he doesn't under, he doesn't know me at all. Yeah. And he doesn't acknowledge my presence at all. So understandable, I guess he's a very weird kind of guy, uh, but do you have any other words for me, Marcus? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying my best. I'm trying to be a good person and I, I I understand that they want to work together. Mm-hmm. I think what, I, I, from what I'm hearing from uh, from what your dude's saying, uh, is that when he says that you're being weird and distant, is that he's saying that you're being weird and distant towards him. Him. Not towards the situation. Uh, so I think when you go into the other room, you're still like you have that undercurrent of anger, that bubbling of anger just from the presence of the guy. Uh, and that has to be let go. 
Like that, you have to let go of that anger. Yes, remove yourself from the situation. Absolutely. Because you're never going to like this guy. No, I'm very <laughs> stubborn. I'm so stubborn. It's bad. I, I hung I'm out very with, stubborn. I hung out with this guy like a, for a, a few hours on Sunday night. You are never going to like this dude. I know. Uh, it's just not going to happen. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to like everybody and everybody doesn't have to be liked. It's just the way of the world, you know? Uh, it's also uncomfortable, too, because I see him for what he is. And, like, that's just, like, an example of something that he has said to me. But he just is unknowing of how his words come off to yes. people. He, he was can, trying to give you a compliment. I He's know. trying to be sweet. And then I feel bad because it's like, why do I let my anger take hold so hard? Yeah. It's and, a fucked up thing to say, but... Yeah, he was still trying to reach out to you because I'm sure he can tell that you don't like. Because I don't seems- even know if he knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys like that, they guys that are extremely socially awkward. Uh, I think a lot of times they do know. They do know that people don't like them, and they do. And I think it could be a part of the big reason why he doesn't want to leave is because he probably didn't have very many friends. Yeah. And he probably doesn't have many people that he can hang out with and just talk to and play music with. Uh, he just and he knows when people are annoyed by them or or by him, but he just can't stop. You know, and I'm sure we've got listeners like that that just can't. Stop putting their foot in their mouth over and over again, no matter how many times they try to give someone a compliment or try to give someone, uh, try to reach out to somebody in a way. It's like, hey, I know we're going to be around each other. He just seems like he's just pawing at you, kind of like a puppy. You got to think of him like a puppy. But I'm like an old arthritic dog, (laughs) you know? I just don't want to be touched. (laughs) (laughs) But it's kind of great, though, and I realize, like, part of the reason why I'm in the relationship I'm in is that's why Doug hangs out with him. Yeah. Is because he doesn't have a lot of people to hang out with, and he doesn't get annoyed by anything. No, he doesn't. So it's a perfect combination. Yeah. And he made it very clear that it's something that I need to deal with. It is something you need to deal with <laughs> because you can't do No significant other can do that. I, I firmly believe that uh, unless the person that your significant other is hanging out with uh, is destroying their life. Right. Or, destructive in any way. Yeah. Very destructive. If you, if just, if you just don't like that person, you have no right at all to tell your significant other who their friends are. And I would never say it like that. No. Of course was never on the table. No, 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 no. Of course not. I'm just saying, I'm just putting that out yeah. there to, to people who may think otherwise that I, I think that's the beginning of controlling another person's life. And that leads to resentment, which leads to the end of the relationship. Exactly. Yeah. And so you cannot, you cannot, do that and I know that that you know that but getting I think just what you just have to do is just remove yourself from the situation but make sure that you don't act any differently towards Doug you know like you can't you can't act any differently towards him that just has to stay that that has to stay that connection that you guys have has to stay stable because I, I think what you're doing is you're severing yourself from the entire environment everything around you. You're trying to form this little bubble around yourself that nothing can, uh, that nothing can fucking get through. Right. And that includes duck. Exactly. And you can't, you can't do that. You have to form, you can't have a force field, just some, just to get, make the force field bigger. 
Put a door on it. <laughs> you like, know, put a porthole on it where he can just kind of stick his head in. I actually, I feel like I just made sense of the horrifying dream that I had last night. Really? I woke up, which I never have these dreams. It's weird. It just came, it just, I just figured it out. I had a dream last night that Doug had a female friend that was all over him mm. that I was like, all right, you want to hang out with her? Hang out with her. That's fine. And I sat there and I watched her kiss him and like stroke his crotch. And I was just like, no, it's fine. Oh. It's fine. And then finally they left together and I cried on the couch. And I never have those dreams. And I just realized because I was upset when I woke up this morning. <laughs> and I didn't tell him about it because that's not, you know, it was just a dream. He didn't do it. it mm. I'm not upset with him. I just need to get past it. And I think that it has to, because the only other time I've ever told him, which I know exactly you're not supposed to do, but there was one time when I said he was not allowed to see someone. I remember. You remember. <laughs> and I think I've talked about it on here before, but it was someone that was destructive mm. to our relationship, was someone that was trying to sleep with him. Yeah. Very forcefully and in front of me. So I felt that that was necessary. Yes. And it wasn't someone that he wanted to see anymore. So it was fine. That, But I think that that's what it was, is that I have to, even though it's very different, but in my dream... I feel it's almost the same thing <laughs> because his passion for music is just as intense as his passion for me. It's a mistress. Yeah, it is. And it is something that, you know, it, I'm in a relationship with his music and him at the same time. Oh, yeah. So I feel that that's where the dream came from. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to some letters for this week. Uh, we're going to start with an update from our old friend Liz. Liz! Wonder Woman Liz. Uh, she says, I just finished the latest episode, and I'm sorry to hear you have to go through friend problems, Jackie. It sucks. I've been there, too. If you guys remember a couple of weeks ago, we were having a conversation about having to end some friendships actively rather than just letting them die. Uh, she continues, most of my friends, we've uh, just lost contact after graduating high school or college and we've just moved on with our lives only once have i ever had to go through the talk she dumped me as a friend because i was quote too goth and depressed it was in junior high and i just got away from my abusive father and stepmother moved back in with my mother and brother and was trying to deal with what i had lived through i suffered from ptsd and had no way to get the therapy i needed so i went through a depressed goth phase naturally i wore black all the time and was just dreary she didn't like it and dumped me it was for the best, though, in the long run. True friends stick with you when you're going through a rough patch. I eventually got over my PTSD and the abuse. It took me 10 years, but I've forgiven my father and stepmother and have a great relationship with my father again. He since divorced my stepmother, and I may never be able to, to have a chance to tell her that I forgive her, but that's okay. The whole experience just made me a better person and a better parent. After my friend dumped me, there was some grieving, but mostly it's a relief. You will feel that relief too, Jackie. You are a wonder woman. You can do this. Someone in Colorado is rooting for you. Oh, I just love you. <laughs> I just want to be you. I do feel relief. Yeah. I feel a lot better, especially, you know, having perspective of after the fact. It was very hard, but it was necessary. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it came out for the positive yeah. all around. And thank you so much, Liz. Yeah. Thank you so much uh, for, for all of the support that you give us. And she says that we're her favorite podcasters. Oh, I love you. Oh, love you, Liz. Love you. <laughs> love you. 
All right. So uh, our next letter is from a lady. What we gonna call her? Mm, Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you know what? That noise has a lot to do with the question. Ooh, perfect. (laughs) She says, Dear Marcus and Jackie, I like to start with you all are awesome and I love listening to your show. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Clarice. So, thank you, Clarice. (laughs) So, I have a problem. I'm 20 and I've been with a few guys in my past. I'm currently in a serious relationship. My problem is that I have never reached the big O from anyone but my current boyfriend, which has only happened once. I tell him things I like and he's receptive. It just doesn't happen unless I'm solo. I just don't want him to start feeling like it's his fault because he listens when I tell him things I like. Any suggestions? Is there something the matter with me? Clarice. Clarice. 20 and you've already had it once. I think you're already doing great. <laughs> I mean, to, to be That's fairly no honest. no shit. That it, is no shit. And it, it is something that is hard to communicate to someone else. Especially when you're that young. Yeah, and, and it's like, yeah, you're right, solo. It's like, you can like a bing bang. I mean, most people can that masturbate mm-hmm. uh, often. Yeah. That's something that you know all your spots, but it's kind of like navigating a scuba diver through a series of underground caves, you know? <laughs> when they can't see the cave they or when you can't see the cave. You know, and they you know? know there's fish and there's sharks and they know that there's other things in the cave, you know? But they're trying to find that one treasure chest. Exactly. And you've been to the cave before, but you don't have a map of it right in front of you. don't have the map. <laughs> That's the problem. Um, I would suggest... Um, it's as someone that has been in a relationship for a long time, you know, especially if it's with guys that you're just fucking a few times, it's almost impossible. It's not unless you were unless you have an easy button. Yeah. Which some people do, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't. Yeah. And I feel that if you want to stick with this guy, also getting better communication is key. When you tell him that you like something that's awesome and that he's receptive to it, that's amazing, mm-hmm. which is also hard to find in a relationship, to be honest. But I think that finding what you like and finding out how to communicate, how to give you an orgasm are two different things. I think a, the better way to do it than just telling him what you like, tell him what you like and why you like it. Mm-hmm. That, I think, can give him more of a roadmap to on how to get there. Because if you just tell someone, meet me in Tulsa, if you don't tell him how to get to Tulsa, then it's going to take him a while to get right. there. You and know? it's like, you like Kansas City, but you really like Tulsa. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I also, I find that using sex toys is a great way for not only you to navigate... But for him to navigate on you Mm -hmm. as well, different shapes, different ways of entering and exiting as well, different and like try a lot, a million different uh, positions. Yeah. Because that's also a thing is finding out it's like, yeah, you know where to put your fingers, but how do you make the shape of his dick fit into your puzzle piece you know <laughs> well not all women can uh, orgasm from just uh penetrative sex that's true yeah not all women can uh and it sounds like you might if you're the kind of girl that can just do it solo but you've uh you know you say you've reached just the big o once i don't know you might be talking about uh you've only reached it during sex 
wants. I I don't know. Have you reached it during uh, Conlangus or with him rubbing you off? Uh, you may. It may just be that you might be one of those people that extremely rarely, if he just hits that fucking button, that tiny, tiny, tiny little button, then you can orgasm during sex. But that doesn't always happen. Not every girl can do that. Also, self-clitoral stimulation is, you know, you're right. It's hard to get it every time. Mm -hmm. But if you are in charge of your clit, Mm -hmm. you will orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's not, but like, that also, you're right, because it does, it wears on a man if you can't orgasm. Mm-hmm. And, and which is understandable because they want you to, because they love you and they want to give you the satisfaction that they have. So part of it is also, you got to pull your weight too and just, and make sure that, you know, you're working together to do it for each other as well. You know, masturbating in front of him is also a great way that, like, to kick things off. Mm-hmm. And then when you have an orgasm by masturbating in front of them and then you guys fuck, it's still feels awesome. And I feel like it's the same. It's you want to orgasm together. Of course, everyone wants to orgasm together, yeah. but as long as you orgasm, you're still going to have a great time. Of course. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have a great time with your orgasm or not. Yeah. Here's another thing that you can try. This is something that the guy can try. This is a bit of an advanced technique. If he's only 20, uh, this might be, uh, you know, a, a little, if he's only 20 and hasn't been fucking for a long time, this is something that's a little tougher to do because of the rhythm of it, uh, is that it's possible for the man, uh, to do clitoral stimulation during sex. Yeah. Like that's absolutely, that's definitely possible, but it does take some, uh. It takes some control. Hand control. It takes some hand control. It takes some hip control. Because uh, you can fuck things up down there. Like, you can really, you can rubber woman raw. Because uh, the clitoris in the vagina is a very sensitive area uh, for most women. Um, and so if you don't do it right, then, you know, it could, you, he's not going to, like, fuck you up permanently or anything. But, you know, it might... Ruin the session. That's for sure. Yeah, it definitely might ruin the session. But if uh, he brings you to orgasm with clitoral stimulation while you're fucking, then that's going to be a great one. That'll be definitely closer uh, to what you're looking for. And also, you know, remember that your guy's probably really young. You know, it takes a while to hit that stride. It takes a while to figure it out, you know, especially if you haven't been with a whole lot of girls in the past. It, it takes a while. You know, most guys aren't naturals at it. Most guys, it takes a lot of fumbling around. And, you know, a lot of guys don't even know to go for the clitoris. A lot of times they just kind of get down there and lick the lips. And it's like, nope. Oh, God. That, that ain't. That and you ain't. communicate. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Uh, you're. <laughs> yeah, like some guys just kind of don't know uh, how to do it. Uh, so, you know, there are you know videos out there that dudes can watch to get better at it. There's all kinds of shit. There's all kinds sorts of resources. I mean, fuck, we live in uh, the land, the day and age of the internet. You know, where you can figure out how to do anything on your own. So yeah, send him that way, but have have patience with him because he's probably pretty young, and you know. You know, most guys don't get really good at eating pussy till they're about 22. Is it 22 the average age? I don't know. I like that. Sure. I'm guessing. 22 is great. I feel like a lot of dudes don't eat pussy before the age of 22. You don't think so? I had my first pussy at 16. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was great. Maybe I was just with the wrong people. I think you were with the wrong people. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. I fucking, I loved it from the get go, man. That's great. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, and it's it also, good. it's a pretty easy way, I feel, to get, to have an orgasm mm-hmm. as well. It's the easiest way. I mean, it's once, you know. Once if you, you find there, someone that's good at it. If you find someone that's good at it, or at least someone, or at least a fast learner. Yes. One of the two. But communication is key, and I think that you guys can, as long as, you, I mean, if, and if you stick with him, give him another year and he'll be right on it, man. Oh, it's, man. it's, it, it is, it's, it's a class between partners. It's mm-hmm. teaching each other the roadmap of your clit and dick. Yeah. And it's possible, it's very possible that he's using the same tech. I, I think at this, at that young age, a problem that a lot of guys have is they use the same technique on the girl they're with as the one that worked on the girl before. Right. And every woman is different as far as orgasms go. Like most guys, you know, like the dick is is pretty simple. It's a pretty simple little mechanism. Uh, and there's not a whole lot of variations on it. But with girls, the um, like the fucking road to orgasm, um, there's many twists and turns. Some women, it's like I was with one girl who could reach an orgasm in two minutes in any way yeah uh, fucking you know intercourse kind of like it's either one like just fucking boom 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 uh but other girls you know fuck i mean sometimes you have to spend 20 minutes before anything happens uh it's everything's different Everybody's every different. every every woman's different there are similarities but every woman's different so and there's pros and cons to both kinds of women too yes there yeah, are. you know there's a lot of pros and cons to both sides yeah so never think that it's weird either. It's yeah. just figuring shit out. Yeah, just figure it out. You'll be fine. All right, next letter. Who are we going to call this dude? Mm, John Carlo. <laughs> John Carlo, not Juan Carlo? I, I mean, we can go Juan Carlo. We I can like bring it south of the border. I like John Carlo. Oh, yeah. Okay, John Carlo. John- yeah, more, I'm talking more Italian. Oh. John Carlo. John Carlo. Yes, 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 yes. Carlo. Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dear Marcus and Jackie, I can't stand my ex-girlfriend. Mm. The very sight of her makes me feel wretched, angry, and betrayed. This is because she cheated on me with one of my friends. I would be able to move on with my life, but she chooses to stay around my friends where I usually go during breaks. I'm in high school. I've tried to tell her to leave in a polite, immature fashion, yet she still stays. My friends don't want her there, but most of them don't do anything, and those who do confront her are ignored. How do I get her to leave without being a dick? No matter how much I hate anyone, I still want to be the better person. Sorry for the long read. Had to get this off my chest. All the best. John Carlo. Uh, well, actually, he used his own um, He used his own uh, alias on this one. Mm, so can we hyphenate John Carlo and his name? Yes, J- Giancarlo K. Sprocket. Okay. Oh, that's his full name. Giancarlo K. Sprocket. <laughs> that's great. Good name. Great name. Giancarlo- it's like, where is he from? <laughs> <laughs> is he from Italy? Is he from... Deutschland. Deutschland? I think it would be a Deutschland kind of thing. Um, I want to say, Giancarlo Case Brockett, that I think you're doing a great job. Yeah. I think that you are an upstanding gentleman because you want to be the bigger person here. And I think that that's awesome. Yes. And especially being in high school and that you are already on that path means you are going to be very good at finding good women later on in your life. 
Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and put a future prediction out there. How do you feel, Marcus? Uh, or, I feel the opposite's going to happen. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got to, if, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Well, I unless you so. take the advice that I'm about to give you. Okay, okay, because I feel like the way he's going right now is that he will have a long parade of terrible women throughout his life. Fuck this girl. Tell her how you feel and that you don't want her around anymore. Yeah, that nobody wants her around anymore. Nice guys do finish last. I mean, there's a time for politeness, of course. Day-to-day yes. life is definitely a time for politeness. And being but- a bigger person in some instances is also the great way to go. Absolutely. This is not one of those times. This is a time to be a dick because obviously, I mean, when you say people, uh, people who confront her... I- Sure, you probably mean people who drop subtle hints. Right. You know, if you actually confront, if you confront someone, they can't ignore you. Right. Uh, And if you're just, I think you're just going to have to fucking kick her out. Yeah. Because if your friends don't want her around, if you don't want her around, uh, she's obviously a fucking shit girl because she fucked one of your friends. And that friend is also a fuckhead. Yes. Also a fucking asshole. Uh, so this girl is not going to listen to anything but straight up go away. Yeah. She is not getting the point here. Mm-mm. And also it's like your dude's. Or should be backing you up on this. Yeah. And I say, you have a conversation with them saying, hey, all right, I'm telling her to fuck off. I'm telling her that I don't want her around anymore. You guys with me? Yeah. I need you guys with me. And then you tell her that I don't want to see you anymore. Mm -hmm. Don't hang out with my friends. You want to go hang out with the friend that you fucked? Have at. That's a good one. You know, that that's who you chose to spend your time with. Then that's who you get to spend your time with. Mm Mm-hmm. You, I feel that she's not understanding here the like the graveness of her choice. Yeah, gravity. Uh, gravity, yeah. the gravity of her choice. That you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't fuck two friends and still hang out with all the friends. That's just not how it fucking goes, man. Mm-mm. And she needs to learn a lesson. And unfortunately, you need to teach her the lesson. Yeah, sometimes being the one who teaches the lesson... It can be real. It's come sometimes it'd be really fucking tough, especially when you're a good guy. And it sounds like you're a really good guy. Yeah. But you, you gotta take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't put yourself in that situation every day because then it makes you not want to go to school. It makes you, you know, want to cut classes so you don't see her in between classes because it does snowball into that mm-hmm. because it's easier to not deal with it rather than deal with it. But now you got to get your guns up, man. You got to get your guns up. I know Texas Tech <laughs> I did it for you, Marcus. Thank you. It's it it is time to say like, hey, I am not letting this happen anymore. Mm-hmm. And you know, in you, it's hard. It's one of those things that you don't want to do, and you you don't even want to think about it because it makes you cringe. But that's how you grow up. Mm-hmm. It's times like that when you're like, no, I'm going to take care of myself, and then you can feel yourself growing up. Yeah. As you do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of growing up, man. And yeah. it sucks. And you just got to take care of yourself. Yeah. And afterwards, you're going to feel fucking great. You're like, and it's going to be nowhere near as bad as you think it's going to be. Because she'll probably just go <clears throat> and then walk away. Right. She sounds like a bitch. And that's what bitches do. <laughs> <laughs> we don't tolerate cheating on this show. No, we do not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, this is, yeah, I, I think this is, and you know, like wanting to be the bigger person, a lot of times that does work out, but sometimes it does translate into you getting run over. You know, it, That's it, the problem. Yeah, that's that's the biggest problem. You're like, I'm 
going to be the bigger person on this and not say anything. Uh, but sometimes that just means that person fucking runs you over over and over again. And you kind of tell yourself, it's like, okay, well, I'm being the bigger person. But sometimes that's just making excuses to not have any conflict. Exactly. And also now you're the, like, look at it this way. You're being punished for something that you didn't do. Yeah. You already broke up with the bitch. And why are you being punished? You didn't cheat. You weren't the piece of shit. You should take care of it. Mm. Cut it out of your life. Be, and it's hard in high school too because those people are always around and mm. you're always going to, you're going to be in class with them until you graduate. And that's mm. just how it's going to be. But if you can avoid it in your private life, do it, man. Yeah. I think that you can do it. And we support you 100%. Fuck this bitch. And she needs to know that she was wrong. Yeah. She needs to know. And you need to fucking tell her. Someone needs to tell her and it's going to have to be you. It has to be you. You can't have one of your friends do it either. It has to be you. Nope, nope. You really can't because that's that's taking the easy way out again. And if you have one of your friends do it, then you're not the bigger person. Right. You know, you're pussying out. Yes, exactly. And you You can't You got to get your guns up, man. Yeah, get your guns up. Goes up. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a short one today, but we're gonna be back next week, uh, and we're gonna answer some more of your questions. We got a girl from Venezuela that we're gonna answer. Uh, we've got actually we've got we're gonna try. Someone sent us a uh, a, a particularly disturbing picture, uh, and we feel like that we're not qualified to talk about this subject uh so we're gonna get a hold of a friend of ours uh who is uh who has a past in this and has gotten over this problem so um yeah the kid who sent us in the picture hang on you know we'll we'll be with you soon uh and uh we're also going to get to uh, another kid that has had a uh, been having a real real hard time of it but the kid that that wrote us in I want to I want to ask uh, someone who sent us in a very short letter uh had uh, involved the number 5 um write us back and elaborate uh because we need you, a little more information we need a little bit more information uh it, it write us back and and elaborate on this a little bit more uh because with the, the the tiny amount of information that you gave us, I don't. I'm not sure if uh, if we can help you out. All we'll be able to do is give you generalized advice that probably won't help you. Uh, but we want to help. But we, we want to help everyone. Yes, we ca- everyone who writes into us, we care about. So uh, write write us back and uh, and get a little bit more uh, get a little bit more specific and uh, and let us know. Uh, and if uh, any of the rest of you listeners out there, if you have any questions or comments for us or if you want to add to the discussion, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and we'll get to you next week. I remember we're with you this week, Marcus. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next, might, might be able to talk about next week, maybe the week after that. But All it right. was, uh, let's just say it was one of the roughest weeks of my life. And it's still, I'm still kind of... Riding that big old wave. Yeah, just watch True Detective and just remember. <laughs> it made me feel so much better. That's it's, good. It's you know? like, it felt and like... That's what entertainment is for sometimes, and I think we forget. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of times, yes, it is to, to forget about the horrible problems in our life. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> talk to you guys next week. Hope you guys have a good week. And uh, I'm Jackie Zabrowski. And I'm Marcus Parks. Goodbye. <laughs>